What song is it you want to hear? Welcome to the Secret Chord Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Jacobs. The Secret Chord explores spirituality through the lens of great music. And we're sponsored by SuperJeweler.com, my favorite online fine jewelry destination. And without further ado, please enjoy this podcast. Hello, folks, and welcome to episode 26 of the Secret Chord Podcast. I'm so excited to talk about one of my all-time favorite bands this week. They are called Jethro Tull. They are a British rock band formed in Blackpool, Lancashire in 1967. Jethro Tull, by the way, is not one of the members. I love when people tell me, oh, I love Jethro Tull. He's, he's fantastic. No, they're a band. The original Jethro Tull was actually an English agricultural pioneer who perfected the horse-drawn seed drill in the year 1700, in case you were wondering. Jethro Tull, the band, started out as a blues, rock, and jazz fusion group, who later developed their sound to incorporate elements of hard rock, folk rock, and ultimately became pioneers of what's popularly referred to as prog rock, progressive rock and roll. The group first achieved commercial success in 1969, with the folk-tinged blues album Stand Up, which reached number one in the UK. Their musical style shifted in the direction of progressive rock with the albums Aqualung, Thick as a Brick, and A Passion Play, and shifted again to hard rock mixed with folk rock, with songs from The Wood and Heavy Horses. After an excursion into electronic rock in the early to mid-1980s, the band won its sole Grammy Award with the 1987 album Crest of a Nave, Jethro Tull have sold an estimated 60 million albums worldwide, with 11 gold and 5 platinum albums. They have been described by Rolling Stone magazine as one of the most commercially successful and eccentric progressive rock bands. So one of their most successful and famous songs is called Aqualung, which was released on an eponymous album recorded in 1971 and featured one of the only hits about a homeless person that I can think of. So while Beethoven can be easily identified by four notes, bum 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 bum, Jethro Tull can do it in six. Let's just take a listen to that classic opening. So Aqualung the album was split into two sides. Subtitled Aqualung, 
and My God, and featured lead singer Ian Anderson's largely negative opinions about organized religion. To me, disliking organized religion, essentially deciding to go it alone, is like wanting to visit Fiji and attempting to recreate the entire airline industry in order to go, but to each their own. Despite his antipathy towards organized religion, Ian describes himself as being somewhere between a deist and a pantheist religiously. So what are those? Deism, which is derived from the Latin deus, meaning God, is a philosophical position that rejects revelation as a source of religious knowledge and asserts that reason and observation of the natural world are sufficient to establish the existence of a supreme being or creator of the universe. Famous deists include Napoleon, Da Vinci, Thomas Edison, Benjamin Franklin, and many others. Pantheism is the belief that reality is identical with divinity, or that all things compose an all-encompassing transcendent God. Pantheist belief does not recognize a distinct personal God, anthropomorphic or otherwise, and instead characterizes a broad range of doctrines differing in forms of relationships between reality and divinity. The question, of course is what is reality? Is that only what can be measured, or can it be more than that? Classical monotheism would claim that God transcends the physical universe and also accepts revelation as a source of knowledge. Be that all as it may, Ian said, Nature is my main source of spiritual sustenance. The forest, the mountain, the animal kingdom, but also the quiet, backstage-like calm of the cathedral, church, or chapel. Or, as David wrote in Psalm 19, the heavens declare the glory of God, the skies proclaim the work of his hands. Now here's a great example of the spiritual side of the Aqualung album. This is a song called Life's a Long Song. As the verses unfold and your soul suffers the long day And the twelve o'clock gloom spins the room You struggle on your way Well, don't you sigh, don't you cry Lick the dust from your eye Life's a long song Life's a long song Life's a long song In the sweet light of dawn As the Baker Street train spills your pain So the song says, As the verses unfold, and your soul suffers the long day, and the twelve o'clock gloom spins the room, you struggle on your way. Well, don't you sigh, don't you cry. Lick the dust from your eye. Life's a long song. We will meet in the sweet light of dawn. We've mentioned before the Hasidic idea that each blade of grass and everything has its own special tune. What a beautiful idea of your life as a song, one with moments of harmony and dissonance, slow and scary passages along with playful and joyous ones. Ian Anderson liked this idea and used metaphors about life more than once. Which brings us to today's feature, which is off their 1974 album, War Child. This is Skating Away on the Thin Ice of a New Day by the great Jethro Tull. Meanwhile, back in the year one, when you belong to no one, 
You didn't stand a chance, son If your plans were undone Cause you were bred for humanity And sold to society One day you'll wake up in the present day A million generations removed from expectations of, of being who you really want to be Skating away, skating away, skating away On the thin ice of a new day So as you push out from the shore, won't you turn your head once more and make your peace with everyone? For those who choose to stay, who will live just one more day to do the things they should have done. And as you cross the wilderness, spending in your emptiness, you feel you have to pray. Looking for a sign that the universal mind Has written you into the passion play Skating away, skating away Skating away on the thin ice of a new day Across the circle line When the eyes will creep behind You're a rabbit on the run And the silver splendors fly In the corner of your eye Shining in the setting sun Well, do you ever get the feeling That the story's too damn real And in the present tense And it seems like you're the only person sitting in the audience Skating away, skating away, skating away On the thin eyes of the new day So if you're a first-time listener, you could possibly not know that this podcast is made possible through the generous support of my friends at superjeweler.com. Did you know that Valentine's Day is coming up? February 14th. I was on superjeweler.com just this morning, and they are having a big Valentine's Day sale. They have really cool personalized jewelry, and though I'd prefer that you use my promo code, ADAM20, between me and you, they have some additional hefty discounts available. Go check out superjeweler.com today. That's superjeweler.com. Millions of happy customers since 1999. Ian Anderson said of his music, I didn't want to be just another third-rate guitar player who sounded like a bunch of other third-rate guitar players. 
I wanted to do something that was a bit more idiosyncratic, hence the switch to another instrument, namely the flute. When Jethro Tull began, I think I'd been playing flute for about two weeks. It was a quick learning curve. Literally every night I walked on stage was a flute lesson. Interestingly, the band was invited to play Woodstock, but Ian declined, being afraid that the band would be permanently typecast as hippies, able to play only one musical style. Well, idiosyncratic, unusual instrumentation, and a blend of musical styles certainly characterizes their music. Is this a rock song? Not really. How many rock and roll songs feature the glockenspiel, the accordion, and the flute? Each verse adds new instruments over a great acoustic guitar, and Ian's voice is in classic top form. They were, and still are, an amazing group of musicians. In terms of the lyrics, he says, So as you push off from the shore, won't you turn your head once more and make your peace with everyone? For those who choose to stay will live just one more day to do the things they should have done. And as you cross the wilderness, spinning in your emptiness, you feel you have to pray, looking for a sign that the universal mind has written you into the passion play. I love those words. Of course, the idea of the universal mind writing or not writing you into the passion play kind of does sound like a personal god, but we'll let that go. Essentially, the song analogizes life to a potentially fun endeavor, skating, but also to one that can suddenly go wrong sharply. As he says, as you cross the circle line, the ice wall creaks behind. That reminds me of a passage from the Mishnah, which says, everything is given on pledge, and a net is spread out over the living. The store is open, and the shopkeeper allows credits. The ledger is open, and the hand writes, and whoever wishes to borrow may come and borrow. But the collectors go round regularly every day and exact dues, either with his consent or without his consent, and they have that on which they can rely in their claims, seeing that the judgment is righteous and everything is prepared for the banquet. There's a lot to be said about this idea, but suffice it to say that in the same way that fish happily swimming in the ocean have no idea they are about to slam into the net that's spread before them, so are we, by and large, unaware of what awaits us. This is on my mind this week as the world mourned Kobe Bryant. Who would have expected that end for him? Nonetheless, theologically speaking, none of it is random or punitive. As Ian says, we have to cross the wilderness spinning in our emptiness and on the other side, as the Mishnah suggests, is the banquet, the ultimate celebration of our life's journey. Food for thought, literally. I hope you've enjoyed listening to these songs and hearing these ideas. It's always a pleasure to share them with you. And as always, we look forward to being back next week with more music and more inspiration. Have a great week. Thank you for listening. Please consider leaving a comment or a review to help us spread the word. And please subscribe to the podcast on any of the major podcasting platforms. To support us, please visit our Patreon account. And if you'd like to communicate with me directly, please feel free to email me at ajacobs at h.com. The Secret Chord is produced and engineered by Naor Cohen.